Welcome to the Lost Mystery Podcast with Anton and Evan. I'm Evan, and I've been a Lost fanatic from the beginning. And I'm Anton, experiencing the mysteries for the first time. Join us as we start from the very beginning and make our way to the very end. This is episode 15, where we're discussing Outlaws from season 1 of Lost. I got a letter for you. Dear Mr. Sawyer. Who? You used to go by the name of Sawyer. What the hell are you talking about? You didn't have to tell Hibbs I wear a pain. How do you know Hibbs? You don't. You don't know what you're doing, do you? You borrowed money from Hibbs? I was gonna pay. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 15 of the Lost Mystery Podcast with Anton and Evan. I'm Evan. And I'm Anton. And today, as we said, we're discussing Outlaws from season one of Lost. It's a Sawyer-centric episode. Had a couple of quick things to get out of the way before we get started here. You may have seen this on the website, um, but I wanted to let everyone know who is actually on track to watch season five that they have set a start date. And it is, if I can look it up here, January 21st, Wednesday, January 21st at 8 o'clock p.m. Um, I would read some of the other uh, details about um, the upcoming season, but there's some kind of there's some stuff that could be considered kind of spoilerish. So I'll skip. Please over don't. That. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so um, I, it is interesting to note that they've gone back um, to their you know original time slot for a while they kind of moved around to different days and different time slots and now they're back to their prime time slot of eight o'clock which is really great news but uh, other than that I just wanted to uh, welcome everybody back to another episode make sure that you uh, get involved with the community um, all of those details will come up at the end of the episode but for now let's jump right into it Anton why don't you get us started okay well this uh, episode had, uh, for me, had quite a few different elements to it. But mm-hmm. um, the opening scene with uh, Sawyer's flashback as a kid yep. um, it grabbed my attention right away because we had heard about this from Sawyer mm-hmm. uh, previously, but um, this was actually a visual idea of what he experienced. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, from his dad, uh, he was with his mother at the time, and, uh, you know, he came home, and the dad comes home, and... Uh, 
you can tell that the mother, his mother is really, she knows that something's, something right. bad's going to happen. But I, from the, from the conversation she has after she tells Sawyer, no matter what, don't come out from underneath your bed. Uh-huh. After she goes outside she, with the conversation she has with her husband, doesn't seem like she thinks it's going to be that bad. Yeah. You know, <laughs> she's like, what are you doing? You know, I mean, it's right. kinda, I think that maybe to me, it just was such a haunting thing to think about that little boy underneath right. his bed experiencing that. Right. Um, and then, um, his dad comes into his room, which indicated if had he been in the room, he wouldn't have lived either. You think so? Uh, you know, he came in and he stood there for a bit and he looked, you know, yeah. paused and he looked around. Then he sit on his bed. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, I, I didn't really take it that way. I mean, because, I mean, obviously we know from Sawyer's letter that, you know, Sawyer's mom got involved with a con right. man and, um, you know, his father killed his mother for that reason. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think it was like, you know, he was going to kill his son. He probably went in there just to see if he was in there. I thought anyway, I guess we don't really know, but yeah, I, it, it's just kind of one of those things. If you, it's like maybe, I mean, I don't think he was mad at his son. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think maybe he thought it'd be better off if they right. all were sure, gone. That's true. Yeah. You that know. could be, I thought it was really interesting that, this is almost identical to the situation we saw Sawyer in in the last oh, Sawyer-centric yeah. episode. Right. He was with the woman who had a husband and, you know, she was cheating with him and um, setting up this scam to get all of this money from her husband. Right. And, you know, Sawyer sees the little boy, decides he can't do it. Of course, off. I think later in that episode is when we find out about that Sawyer was the boy who wrote the letter. Right, yeah, it was. But it's just interesting to see how close he came to becoming exactly the man yeah. that Sawyer was. Yeah, exactly. And I think, you know, we, <clears throat> through this visual, we see uh, more of why definitely the deal was off for him. I mean, as right. soon as he saw that little boy, he knew what he had experienced mm-hmm. and right. he just couldn't do it. In, you know? Right. Well, the next thing I had was a mystery from the episode, you know, after chasing the boar into the jungle, um, you know, Sawyer hears the whispers. Right, yeah. He's now the second person to hear the whispers. Um, this time we can actually hear one of the whispering voices say, it'll come back around. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and of course, we find out later that those are the words, you know, said by the man that Sawyer killed. Um, but are these voices, you know, like voices of their subconscious? Or, you know, is the island playing the role of some kind of mystical, you know, corrector or... Um, you know, that's trying to fix the problems that these people have had in their past. You know, I, I wonder if Saeed could understand, you know, any of the words said by the whisperers, you know, when he heard them after leaving Danielle. You know, when we, when Sawyer, or uh, when Saeed heard all the voices in the jungle, we heard them reverse. Right, yeah. And, um, you know, but I wonder if just like Sawyer, you know, heard something, you know, that he could understand in the whispers if Saeed also heard something in the whispers. Yeah. I mean, to me, it almost seems like if what Saeed was hearing, if had I not, you know, heard and known that they were reversed, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, I might've thought they were speaking a different language. That's true. Yeah. You that know, could be. and, and if that's the case, then I, cause I would assume from this point now that Saeed was hearing something that right. he understood. Yeah, I would too. You know, but, uh, yeah. So, I mean, I think I don't, you know, to your question before, I don't, I don't know exactly what the island is doing. And I do believe it is obviously the island giving these, these people a second chance at something. Mm-hmm. And, and as we heard uh, in the opening clip, the man said, it, it'll come back around. Right. You know, and it's just, 
it's so crazy to think that that's, I mean, of the islands, mm-hmm. anything to say to him, that one statement. Yeah, yeah. It's like, I mean, it kind of introduces this new theme of, um, you know, kind of like the island is providing some sort of revenge mm-hmm. for the people they've wronged in the right. past. And it's like almost offering an outlet to those right. people. And um, I don't think we've really had that sense from the island in the past. No. Like it was somehow... I mean, I guess it's not really revenge. I mean, because I was going to say, I don't ob- know if it's revenge or, yeah, or redemption. See, yeah, it could be redemption too. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, there's definitely a, a direct connection between these voices, these whispers we're hearing, and the pasts of these people. Right. And uh, which is super interesting because it's either it's somebody in control of those voices that knows all about these people, mm-hmm. or it's something bigger. Yeah, you know, definitely. That, definitely. That kind of knows everything. Yeah. You know. But the next thing I had was um, another character bit here. In Sawyer's Past, we see him meet up with a man named Hibbs. Mm-hmm. Um, he's another con man. You know, apparently he and Sawyer aren't very good friends. Um, one interesting thing we find out um, while Sawyer is, you know, threatening, threatening to rearrange his face is, um, you know, Sawyer says, I thought I told you I'd kill you if I ever saw you again. Right. Hibbs' response is, you know, yada, yada. Um, besides we both know you ain't the killing type. Yeah. Um, you know, so we get a little info that maybe Sawyer wasn't quite as, you know, hard of a guy as we thought, right. You know, he's definitely done some things that are, you know, wrong in the past, but he's not necessarily somebody who was willing to kill people, you know, if he had to. Yeah. Yeah. I, I picked up on that as well. And, uh, but there was a definite hate towards this man that mm-hmm. he encountered in there. And the yeah. guy is just a creepo anyways. He shows up in his room <laughs> and a very awkward situation. And, uh-huh. um, he, but Sawyer, Sawyer wasn't scared of the man. So evidently the man was, should have been scared of Sawyer. Cause yeah. like you said, he was pretty much getting owned and then right. offers this information to him that yeah. we find out. Yeah. Hibbs is there to make amends, you know, by providing information on the whereabouts of this real Mr. Sawyer. Right. You know, so our Sawyer can go and get his revenge. Mm-hmm. Now, the thing I thought is, you know, after seeing the whole episode, as much as Sawyer hated Hibbs to begin with, right? how much more does he, oh my does he hate him now that, you know, we find out that he basically conned Sawyer into killing this guy for him. Yeah. I thought, well, this man is a, he's a dead man. I, and to me, I didn't understand going back and looking at that like that. I was like, how could this guy see any positivity coming from this other than him having Sawyer do some of his dirty work? Right. Because he knew Sawyer, unless he didn't think Sawyer would actually come back after him. Uh-huh. Or, but well, I right. don't know. I don't, I, but he also said, I know you're not the killing type, but he yet sent Sawyer to kill a man. Yeah, that's true. You know. I mean, if yeah, that's really odd. If he knows Sawyer isn't the kind of guy that, that kills people. Right. I mean... I guess he knew, okay, this is a totally different subject here. Sawyer doesn't seem like the kind of guy to me that would sit around, you know, telling about all his dirty, you know, dirty past and dirty laundry to these people that he doesn't know very well. Yeah, he must know this guy fairly well. Yeah, how does this guy know this story of Sawyer and being a kid and his father father killing his mother? Yeah. But I guess he knew, he knew that story well enough to know that if Sawyer could get his hands on this guy, he was going to kill him. Yeah, right. So, you know... I guess it makes sense that he knew Sawyer would kill this guy. Yeah. Even though he true. wouldn't kill many people, he would he kill would. this guy. But which again would probably make more sense that he would know that Sawyer would probably kill him too. Yeah. After his yeah, own exactly. you know, it's like 
unless he had some kind of leverage on Sawyer, mm-hmm. unless he's is really close to Sawyer in some way we don't know. Right. You know. Now I don't mind telling you either. I I, I really want to find out what happened with those two guys originally. Like the the yeah. thing that made Sawyer hate him so badly. Right. Yeah. Me too. Uh, but we still haven't had that episode even through season four. Oh. Yeah. I have no clue yet what happened Gosh. to those guys, but. Yeah, I would love to see that. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah, that's frustrating. <laughs> so uh, another Sawyer character bit here. Uh, Sawyer and Kate sit around playing I Never, uh-huh. uh, which we found you know a couple of things out about both of them. Um, one, Kate has been married before, but it didn't last very right. long. And both Sawyer and Kate have killed someone, which mm-hmm. we know who at least one person that Sawyer killed. Yeah, at least one. Yeah, and I think uh, we know Kate said in a previous episode, I think it was a previous she episode. She killed the man she yeah, loved. Yeah, she killed the man yeah. she loved. Uh-huh. Um, but, you know, of course now Sawyer knows that she's killed someone as well. Right. What else did you have? Uh, you know, kind of backstory to this whole, you know, flashback with Sy- or excuse me, with uh, Sawyer is this boar. Mm-hmm. And I found it interesting because the boar, uh, he, Sawyer had a sense and come to find out he's right this boar had it in for him right like he came from the you know right at the beginning it was it was very funny you (laughs) know a boy comes in and steals his tent you know ravages Mm -hmm. his place and steals his tent takes it off into the jungle and then this whole like episode is about sawyer chasing this boar around Mm -hmm. and then that it doesn't there's after that i've never you Mm -hmm. know night they're woken up uh sawyer is too his stuff being just <laughs> tore apart again, you know? And I just, love that scene, yeah. Yeah, as Kate's like, well, didn't take mine, yeah. you know? Took my clothes out of my backpack, <laughs> peed on my shirt. <laughs> it's great. Yeah, you know, and then <laughs> it's like, uh, it's it's so comical, but yet uh, Locke has a conversation with Sawyer. Mm-hmm. And he says, he makes a, he, he gives him a, a story about right. that as uh-huh. his um, mom I think it was right, or yeah. Just to refresh everybody's memory, you know, he tells the story of his sister Jeannie. Yeah, sister Jeannie, who yeah. died, you mm-hmm. know, when he was when he was little by falling off the monkey bars, right. breaking her neck. And we also find out, you know, Locke was living with foster parents, which right. was also came from that story. Exactly. Um, he tells the story about his mother believing that his dead sister had been reincarnated as a dog. Uh huh. Um, so she could basically let her mother off the hook and tell her that the accident wasn't her fault, and you know. Um, so her mother could have some peace. Right. Um, and then he looks at Sawyer, you know, as though he knows, you know, what Sawyer is experiencing, knows about Sawyer's past. Um, and he knows what the situation with the boar is. And he's trying to tell him that the reason the boar is paying so much attention to him is because of his past. Almost. Right. Like he knows Sawyer thinks this boar is this guy yeah. he killed or something. Exactly. Yeah. Like he's <laughs> he's got some kind of like score to settle you know and probably after sawyer heard the voices Mm -hmm. probably you know it probably put a little more you know validity to his thoughts right after that you know Uh so but i thought it was also interesting um and this is kind of one of the later things that happened that that he ended up not killing the boar after all you know it's like he had that chance Mm -hmm. uh and maybe it was that opportunity to redo it exactly you it's, know yeah it was it was almost you know an exact recreation of that situation you right know, the boar standing across from him mm-hmm. and he's standing there pointing the gun at it and decides not to kill it right and you know 
it was like he had another chance. Mm-hmm. And I think through that situation, he did actually feel better, like he had gone back and redone it and done it correctly. Sure. Yeah, definitely. I think it's it's kind of funny, too, that they decided to use the pig as the the villain because, uh-huh. you know, the, the acts that they're doing are just awful you know right. and then, mm-hmm. and people like that and, and then and he's face to face with it and he chooses the right way this time right that was really good yep uh the next thing i had was you know related to sawyer's character again um you know we as we've said several times now we see sawyer confront the real mr sawyer right um at his shrimp truck in australia that's uh-huh. why sawyer was in australia that's right yeah um you know his, his hand is shaking while he's holding the gun at his side uh, this is clearly not something he's, you know, comfortable with. He's he's not a killer. Mm-hmm. I think we can say that categorically here. Um, you know, he can't carry through with it and ends up leaving. Of course, we know he comes back later and finishes it up. Right. But I think it's important because it, aside from Hibbs making the comment that we both know you're no killer, uh, Sawyer thought he knew who this guy was. Oh, yeah. And he was still reluctant to do anything. Most he was definitely. was scared to death. Yeah. So I think it says something about him. I did too. A little bit at least. No, I did too. I mean, it didn't help matters that the guy was extremely nice at the Uh shrimp truck as well. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, just a great guy. So Uh, We have another character connection here. Oh, yeah. This is a big one, yeah. Um, He goes to, or Sawyer goes to the bar, ends up running into none other than Christian Shepard, Jack's father. Mm Mm-hmm. And they have an... A crazy conversation like every time I see it it's it's just so interesting it's like I'm on the edge of the seat listening to it Um, in the bar Jack's father says you know why they call Australia the down under don't you because it's as close as you can get to hell without being burned Mm -hmm. and I find this you know very interesting considering that you know so far many of the people that were on the plane from Australia to Los Angeles had some seriously messed up and sometimes, you know, evil pasts. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, you know, they were all coming from Australia, too. Yeah. So they were both all messed up, it seems like, and they were all coming from Australia. And Sawyer says, you know, so we're in hell, huh? Mm-hmm. And uh, Christian says, don't let the air conditioning fool you. You're here, too. He says, don't beat yourself up about it. It's fate. Uh, some people are just meant to suffer. Right. That's why the Red Sox will never win the series. And, uh, you know, through his pep talk with Sawyer... He eventually convinces Sawyer that he needs to carry through with, you know, whatever yeah. this task I had is that written down. Yeah. that's causing him to suffer so much. Pretty much talked him into killing the man yeah. without knowing yeah. what he was doing. Right. You know, yeah. Christian Shepard inadvertently, you know, convinces Sawyer to kill this guy. Right. Exactly. And there's got to be something there, but I couldn't come up with the words to express it. It's like yeah. Christian Shepard so far has had a lot to do with the problems that these people have had. Definitely. You know, Jack's biggest problem, I think stems from his relationship with his father. You know, the, the worst thing Sawyer's ever done that we know of is based on, um, input and, you know, encouragement from Jack's father. Oh yeah. So there's something there. Yeah. But I also found the other side of too, like Sawyer inadvertently killed Jack's dad that night because he didn't have a wallet and he's the one that gave him all the the alcohol that night. Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah. I've never never noticed it. Yeah. Yeah. He said, "Can you mind buying a, you know, a fellow a drink or something like that?" Right. And they get the bottle. Mm-hmm. And then they had this conversation cuz he don't have a wallet. The wallet was left back in the hotel room that we right. saw earlier in the episodes. Mm-hmm. So yeah, no way ability to get that that's drunk. That's true. And yeah, and as far as we know, 
you know, when Jack ID'd his father's body, he had a heart attack, which was related to That's what they said, to drinking. related to drinking. That's crazy. Yeah. I don't think I've ever, ever noticed that before. Yeah, I was like, wow, that's crazy how, how those two things happen through uh-huh. that, you know. Yeah, that's yeah. really crazy. Yeah, one setting. Sawyer kills two men. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Man. So, that I don't know. See, that's, that's a huge connection, too, because, you know, obviously so much of Jack's struggle now is related to this unfinished business he had yeah. with his father. That right. Was, that he has no way of finishing anymore. Well, but, the island's kind of providing that opportunity, yeah. but, but yeah, I mean, in a way, you know, Sawyer called, caused a lot of the problems Jack is having. Oh yeah. And you know, Jack's father caused a lot of the problems that Sawyer's, Sawyer's having. having. So, yeah. <laughs> that's so cool. Yeah. And through that conversation they had there, we also find out Jack's dad's story about Jack, uh-huh. you know, and he even, he opened, revealed his heart yeah, about exactly. Jack, you know, and what I find interesting is that Sawyer still has his information. Mm-hmm. Maybe rather he, he probably doesn't know that that was, you know, I think, uh, yeah, even later in the episode, Jack says, that's why the Red Sox will never win, you know, the yeah. series. Uh, <laughs> and, and he's like, what you say? And, yeah. and he comes back and they, but then he, I think he kind of puts it to rest when Jack says, my dad's dead. Yeah. I, yeah, that scene, I wrote a note about that as well. You know, Sawyer realizes after talking to Jack that the man in the bar was Jack's father, you know, of all people. And, you know, he thinks about telling Jack about it for a moment. Do you think he actually re- thought that? Or do you think after Jack told him, well, my dad's dead, he think maybe he put that theory to rest? I've always thought from that scene that Sawyer realized that who he was okay that he realized that the man in the bar was jack's father you see I, I went the other way i thought he thought he did and then whenever oh, okay. he went and said oh well your dad's dead because I mean, there was only not a whole lot of time lapse there mm-hmm. so from the time he probably saw jack's dad to jack's dad di- well the jack yeah. di- dad died that night supposedly right well but i i guess you could think that but to me there was too much of a coincidence there i mean Sawyer knew the guy in the bar was a was a surgeon. Right, yeah. Jack told him that his father was a surgeon. Right. I mean, I guess there could be a lot of father-son, you know, doctor teams. Sure. But I wouldn't think so. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah, I, I've always assumed that Sawyer knew. If that's the case, then it makes me think even worse of Sawyer. Yeah. Because he always, has information. Uh, yeah, to me, it's it's always looked like Sawyer just wasn't willing to be vulnerable enough right, yeah. to tell Jack that. Because he has some information that could really help Jack right. with that s- settling, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, and I would love to see the scene where, you know, Sawyer tells Jack, you know, about this conversation. Oh, yeah. And where, you know, Jack finally realizes how appreciative and proud his father was. Definitely. And, like, how huge of a change that would be for Jack. Yeah, and, and the fact that, you know, he didn't cause his father to die. Because uh-huh. in, in Jack's mind, he feels like he pushed him into that. Right. You know, and, and he told, uh, Jack's father tells mm-hmm. Sawyer, he set me free, if anything. Right. You know. Yeah, and it's it's really interesting to me that, you know, even though Jack's father realizes it was such a positive thing that Jack did for him, um, he's still there you know, drinks himself to death. Yeah. I'm I mean, he's still a beast of a man. I mean, he yeah. has a lot of other things he's, he's not able to deal with and come clean with. I mean, sure. but, but I, what I don't get though, why was Jack's father always making these trips to Australia? Yeah. I don't understand. I, I was, I thought about that too. Cause they knew him 
you right. know, yeah. and they were, you know, his mother knew where he, he was, was and it, made reference to him going there before in the past. The hotel knew him and right. said at this point, nobody in Australia will, or Sydney would rent your father right. a car. Yeah. You know, it's just like, I wondered that too. I thought, well, is mm-hmm. just his hideout? You know, is he practicing medicine there? I mean, yeah. Was, yeah. you know, <laughs> he got bar- banned from the United States, yeah. <laughs> but he'll take him in Australia. No, yeah. I just thought really, I thought maybe it's just his like, maybe it's his way of getting away from it all, you know, but I, I thought, why Australia? Well, I guess it's the furthest place you can get away from the United States. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Yeah. I, I think there's definitely something there though. I mean, yeah, you can have places you go to kind of get away but from Australia? it all. But yeah. Going to Australia all like, the time. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. We'll find out more about that later. I'm sure though. Um, of course, so the main point of the episode, and I think this is one of the last notes I had about the episode was, you know, Sawyer finally carries through with this plan to kill Mr. Sawyer. Right. You know, of course, we find out that it's not the real Mr. Sawyer. It's it's a man who borrowed money from Hibbs and hadn't paid it back, you know, as quickly as Hibbs would have wanted. And so Hibbs yeah. tricks Sawyer into killing him for him. Yeah, that was an awful, awful scene. Mm-hmm. I mean, you just, of all the things, I think Sawyer and his, you saw it in his face, like it was almost this point where, things could change for him and he could go on with his life, right. you know, and he's standing there and he's starting to read his letter mm-hmm. and then it's interrupted and says, who? Yeah. yeah. You know, and you're like, Oh yeah. no, <laughs> it's, please. It's no. a great scene. It's, yeah. it's one of the best ones so far, I think. Yeah, it's great. And of course, as the man's dying, he whispers, it'll come back around. You know, we've mentioned that before. Right. Um, the story parallels his search for the boar throughout the episode. We've mentioned that as well. Um, he's so certain that he's going to get his revenge on the boar for all the trouble it's caused him. Yeah. Um, you know, but once he's face to face with the boar, just like we've said, it was just like he was standing in front of the shrimp truck man again. Yeah. And, you know, we mentioned he had the chance to, to redo the situation. Yeah. And we can assume from this that he really regrets killing that guy. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I see, I guess two things in that one being, that the boar represented the man he killed the shrimp boat, or mm-hmm. it could really represent the real Sawyer, right. you know, the man that just destroyed his life and had, you know, and, and Sawyer has chased this man forever, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. expecting to just end it. Uh, and I thought maybe that was also an opportunity for Sawyer to get a little relief from that, from the, you know, even the real for, Sawyer. Even the real Sawyer so yeah, mind. I guess the boar could represent the man he killed, or it could represent the real Mr. Right. Sawyer. Yeah. And yeah, I guess we can, it could be one or the other. Sure. It could yeah. be both. But yeah, I think it's, it's definitely, um, kind of a look into Sawyer's character. And I think this definitely shows that he's not quite the bad guy yeah. that he's been made out to be. Definitely. Would you have anything else? Uh, just a couple little character things in the beginning. We see uh, Charlie with Claire, but he kind of blows her off mm-hmm. and that was very uncharacteristic. Yeah. Of, of Charlie. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we later find out that the reason why he did that is because he wanted to bury uh, Ethan right. and that he felt that he needed that, that to be the person to do that mm-hmm. and have that closure. Uh, but it just is a, it's kind of a back story to everything. And But yeah. it was interesting for me to see that because he has always been all about Claire. And, yeah. and at that point, he kind of blew her off. Yeah, this this is the episode where they bury Ethan, right? Yeah, it is. Okay. Yeah, I thought that the, ep- the scene where they are the Ethan's body's laying there and it's covered up and his hands kind of sticking out. I was, I was waiting for yeah, them to, to start twitching or something. <laughs> me too. <laughs> and they start introducing zombies onto the yeah, island. Yeah, no something. kidding. What else did you have? That's it. That's it? Well, 
There's another episode, everyone. Our next episode will be Friday, where we'll be discussing In Translation, a gin-centric episode. But until then, you all have a great day, and we will both see you later. Thanks for listening to the Lost Mystery Podcast with Anton and Evan. New episodes are released every Sunday, Wednesday, and Friday morning at 7 o'clock a.m. Eastern Standard Time. In the meantime, if you haven't already, you can sign up and become part of our community at lostmysterypodcast.com. Email us your questions or comments to info at lostmysterypodcast.com. And please call our listener line at 765-439-4190 with your name, where you're calling from, and also let us know whether or not you'd like your comments to be used on an upcoming episode.